a strong black woman, pro-black, good for the community, always good, lighthearted, love to have fun, the whole nine yards, everybody, shout out to Kent State. Uh, we had a big, really good, close black community at a white institution, which is really important. Mm. Um, so just want to want to get that out the way. Just shout out to Dom. Dom, I love you. You will be missed. Um, sorry I didn't get a chance to see see you one last time. Sorry last year, but I didn't know that was going to be my last time seeing you. Thanks. Um, so, unfortunately, I won't be able to see you. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see you have your child. Um, shout out to our little girl, Baby Z, who also passed with her because she was pregnant at the time. So, um Shout out to her fiance because she was newly engaged. Brother, I didn't get a chance to meet you, but I'm right there with you. You have a lot of love and support. You have a lot of people from from Pennsylvania to Virginia to Ohio out here to Cali. A lot of people support you and they ride with you. Um, I don't want to hear nothing about that black men don't protect black. No, it is this man loved this woman and he protected her and he took care of her. And he was he was willingly happy to be a husband and a father to his upcoming child and to lose both in one instant. I can understand how that definitely can fuck with him. So, I mean, us as friends, we may have be taking a loss right now and that may suck, but that's nothing compared to a man losing his wife and his child at the same time. So I got love for you, brother. You know, you got a lot of support, uh, one black man to another. So, shout out, Dom. I love you. Uh, this one's for you. Man, salute to them. Salute to that family, man. Yeah. Like, I know it's a little heavy to start the show off like that, no, but I had to I pay homage like, to my friend, man. I, don't, I didn't get to see her again, so. No, I've been seeing, I've been seeing like, a couple. I saw you post it. I saw people who, like, clearly are, like, following the pod and stuff through you. Like, so I, I, I got the news, and I figured, like, it was going to come at some point. But, like, yeah, man, like. From somebody who just is completely strange to the situation, like still my condolences and feelings go out to everybody, to the family, to that brother you mentioned, man. You know, we always talk about, you know, surrounding people. I feel like if anybody needs to be surrounded with love and support and because I just I I don't know, I, I, I couldn't even put into words what that pain might even remotely yeah, feel I don't, like. I, don't, I can say all day long that I can that I empathize and I understand but I could never imagine being in that mm-hmm. situation to lose like I said to lose your fiance and your your child at the same I couldn't yeah, no. I don't even want to think about what that feels like so I know I know that man's going through it um, you know like I said we going through it as friends and, and family members so I know he's definitely going through it and not feeling it so you know check in with your people man you never know when it's going to be that time you never know what the higher powers have planned for everybody's journey. So make sure that you tap in with people as much as possible. Like everybody that you come in contact with is for a reason. Everybody has a certain aspect to their personality or what they contribute, not just to your life, but this world in general. And don't take that for granted thinking it's going to be here tomorrow because it's not, you don't know when it's going to be gone. So not, not just on some pro black stuff for us tapping in with each other as a community, just as somebody that values life, make sure you tapping in with people, even if it's just a text message to check in with them. Ask people, just like we're doing a check-in here to start off the show, check in with people on a regular basis. It don't have to be a long, drawn-out conversation. I don't want to hear nothing about, you know, I prefer a phone call. Look, as long as somebody's tapping in with you and you tapping in with them, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter the mode of communication. Just communicate and show that love however you can show it, whenever you can show it, because you never know when you won't have the opportunity to. Yeah, I definitely think that should be like, you know, even us here as people in that particular field, like normalize more. Cause even like now, like I had to remind myself to make that part of the show, but I just feel like, yeah, it should definitely be, you know, even people you talk to every day, like normalize asking, Hey man, how you doing? Like, you know, I mean, we were sitting up here talking about, you know, the Lakers and the fucking right, whatever. Right, right, how right. are you doing? Though? How like, are you, you know, actually doing? Yeah. So how you feeling? Were you mind at just yes, yes? You know, because right. somebody you know, like you, like you know, we so somebody could be in a perfectly good space, job good, this good, and now we might. This might be the one day you ask them what's going on. They'd be like, "Yo, I'm sad, and I really don't fucking know why." Or right. some shit. Like it don't always have to be something going on or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah, you just you know, there's there's gems and things to be pulled, but you have to just be in the space to try to you know you want to look for that. You want to look for those answers. So definitely, you know, check in with your people. Right. Create that opportunity for them to vent. Or for them to mourn or whatever, because sometimes something may not hit somebody until later. It may be a delayed reaction. Man. Like we think just because somebody experiences something devastating that they're going to suffer through it in that moment. That's not always the case. Like it may not hit them until a month or two later. So those those check ins, 
they not only show your support, but they give you the opportunity to create a safe space for that person to really feel safe and secure enough to be heard, which is important because you don't know what's weighing on somebody hard, especially now, like, and you know, talk to another homeboy of mine from college, like he lost family members within mm. the same week and other family members. Like he's losing a lot of people due to COVID and all these other things in a short time span. And then to lose another close friend of ours, mm. like that's a lot of loss, man. A lot of people are, are losing a lot. I know we can have our COVID-19 and government, you know, conspiracy type talks and all that stuff all over, but on the way, all, <laughs> all the time, all the time, but people are still losing things and people still need a friend or a confidant or somebody close to them to be able to actually vent. None of the surface shit like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. And be willing to vent, too. That's another thing that we have to have a conversation about in our That's community. True. Like, recognize when somebody's giving you the avenue. If you really don't give a fuck, don't ask how you're doing. But also be willing enough to tell people how you're really doing if you feel like it's a safe space to do so. Don't Don't hold that in. Don't unload on somebody. Don't, you know, don't back the dump truck up on just just hit the switch and just lay it all on them. You know, do it incrementally. But at the same time, be able to actually feel comfortable enough to let people in. Be vulnerable. That's where your growth lies. Your growth lies in your vulnerability. I think what you said earlier, like, everybody does not, like, I was going to tie it into, like, you know, movies and shit. Because I always think, like, just to always be aware of, like, how certain things condition your mind to, you know how this is supposed to go you know you see on tv or just people act like you're supposed to just unload right then and there right and you might just be taking it on the chin for like week two weeks a month or you know how we even talked one time like you know when threes was here about breakups or whatever and like you're good like you don't give a shit and then six months later you see one thing and it just right so you know, I just think, like, if you're going to be there for people, you kind of, you know, it takes understanding and everybody processes shit different. But understanding that, not just saying that with words, like, everybody processes everything different and that being, like, some funny shit. But understanding, that like, okay, if they didn't, I understand the gravity of this loss. Right. And I know that this person has to be hit by this. So I'm not seeing them, like, cry or lose right now. They're really, she's so strong or he's so strong. Like, that's all those type of, like, fucking words have been, you know, put through the grind of these past couple months. So I understand that. All right, man, it's gonna hit. So you know, I don't know when it's gonna hit, but if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna commit to being available for this person, I need to know like any little thing that even if I say, if I would, if I would assume like it's off, you know, it has, they haven't responded in like two days. Right. I need to drive over right. here, like you know, like oh, you know, they cool. They usually be on their own or whatever. But if it's off, don't hover, don't fucking smother nobody. But if you're gonna be there, just be aware that people do process shit differently, right. and it might smack. And it and people think people need to understand that some of this shit comes in waves. Like you might have three weeks you're sad as fuck. Okay, I'm good, you know. And then they might have another couple weeks. So understand this shit is there's no like real set way to grieve. No. So just everybody, you know. everybody's different. Everybody has an individual process that's going to be comfortable for them. And even within, as in terms of like mental health. You have people like, you know, Piaget or Sigmund Freud. All these people mm. talked about how there's different stages of development, but that's not just in your development as a person. That's your grieving process, your growth process, your relationship. Like everything has certain stages. Everything has certain parts of t- uh, points of time. And everybody does things in different ways. Somebody, you know, grieving could be, you know, grandma grieving because she cooking a lot more. You don't know that that's her safe space. It's her cooking. You just think that she bored or something. No, she may be going through something. And depression is high in elderly people. Like, we yeah. don't even think about that. We don't even think to like, hey, grandma, like, how do you really like? Those are actual natural facts when it comes to mental health. Like, depression is really high in elderly people, especially white males. That explains a lot as it pertains to race, Quite but we, we can get into that another time. But yes, you do have to check in people and, and recognize what their their pattern may be, you know, recognize what their way of grieving may be and give them time to develop however is necessary and pay attention to those behaviors. Those patterns are going to change and they're not going to look exactly how you want them to look. I tell you now, when it comes to grieving, I ain't grieved for somebody dying since like Tupac. And that's just a learned behavior that I created from internalizing and suppressing things. So mm-hmm. yeah, although my friend has passed, and the, which is the second friend that I've had in a year, like I had another mm-hmm. close friend from that environment pass last year, I haven't cried over either one of them, but that doesn't mean that I don't feel the magnitude. Like my energy's been shot the last 48 hours. Yeah. And I've still been focused, you know, that my natural default is to focus on what I have to accomplish and do what I have to do um, on top of other struggles popping up here and there, but 
that doesn't mean I'm going to cry or mope or be sad, but that doesn't mean that I'm not feeling the effects and going through a grieving process. So we definitely have to be mindful. Like crying doesn't mean sad. Yeah. You have to definitely understand how people, and even like you said about like grandma cooking is how she grieves. She's cooking more. And you're like understanding, Oh, she's, this is a behavior she does when she's, you know, in a, in a, in a fucked up space or so, or, or whatever. Right. So understanding like, okay, this is your moment to maybe support this person. But that doesn't mean, you know, come in like a hammer either. You know, you got to pick and choose how you kind of address people's issues, but just showing your support. And like you just said, like, I'm not much of a, like, super crier, but understanding, like, how grief affects people and just being aware. Like, my main thing is just there is no one-size-fits-all way with any of this. And if you're going to be there, understand that you might have to bend a little bit yourself and how you are going to support this person. They might not react to this thing the way you do, right. which is perfectly the fuck fine. As long as it's not like a negative way. If they're expressing, let them express the way that they're comfortable. You might be able, it's much easier instead of telling a motherfucker like, to cry, like you're not a crier. Right. I would never be like, man, you need to show to cry on. But if I notice you might be internalizing a bit more, I'm be like, you can talk to me. Like, you, know, right. like, you don't got to talk right now. You don't got to talk tomorrow. But I'm leaving the space open. And I'm committed that leaving that space open, if the nigga hit me up at 4.30, like, hey, well, bitch, I'm up at 4.30. Right. So, you know. Or or even a support, a form of support, which I can speak for myself and say this. Sometimes supporting me means just verbally give me that support. And even if you are around, just be quiet. Sometimes I may not need to talk about it. I may, you just being willing to be present and let me do my thing how I need to do it and be in my own mind and sort through stuff without talking. You know, that's a form of support as well, because you're allowing me to process how I need to process without trying to force your way of comfort onto my grieving process. Keys, people. (laughs) And that doesn't even go into just grieving. That's relationships in general. Sometimes when in in any type of relationship, whether it's a romantic friendship, um, a friendship, friendship, a family relationship or a grieving part, whatever it is, sometimes recognizing how that person processes things and you being able to support them regardless of what you would prefer is way more important than you trying to force them to express in a particular way because you say it's the best way to do it. I think that definitely speaks to like when you talk about like doing things from like a giving space, like, okay, if this is the, this is a grown ass man. So, if, and you know, just for this particular example, but like he said, relationships, any relationship, this works. Right. If I'm coming from a giving space, I understand that in the puzzle of you, I am like a piece. So my job is to fit whatever I can give my puzzle piece right here. This is where I go. I don't need to change up the scenery. I don't need to put this spot where, like, I need to just fit my part right right here. That's all the fuck I'm here to do. Right. Because this is, at in in this arena, this is your fucking show. So if you're entering, if you're putting yourself in somebody else's life, there has to be a part of you that understands that I'm inserting myself where I fit, not where I want to go, not how put this, I need to put right. my, this is how they get down. Now, if I can, you know, maneuver this here, cool. But I have to be comfortable with, nigga, this is exactly where the fuck my piece go, right here right. on the fucking corner. And I'm, this ain't even, this is a whole Napoleon horse. My piece is in the little grass. Right. That you better put yourself in the little I'll, grass. I'll even change the verbiage of that. Because, you know, you're saying us choosing to insert somebody insert ourselves in their lives mm-hmm. right which in my opinion is wrong somebody well, is true. choosing for us to be inserted into that like we can't insert ourselves in shit true anything that is outside of yourself is beyond your control so if somebody is choosing for you to be a part of their life you're choosing to be a willing participant or a willing puzzle piece to stick with your analogy. I'm going, I'm willing to allow myself to be a puzzle piece in your life. You have to tell me where to fit and how to fit there. I'm just, I'm willing to fit within this space. You let me know what's necessary for you and I'll let you know what's necessary for me. And we make a choice to willingly insert ourselves in those type of ways. But for me to be like, yo, I'm a puzzle. I am a puzzle piece now, motherfucker. I know there's a humbleness in a couple <laughs> scenarios where I know somebody's like, fuck that. I'm nah, no, I promise you, you are not whatever. a necessary piece until somebody if, deems you so. If this like if this rubbed. 
and you thinking about a certain scenario, you would have been like, fuck that. I guarantee you this is exactly for that scenario. I'm talking about actual, like, romantic relationships just so we're not all uh, we're Right, just so that everybody stay with us. Stay stay with us now. You, you know, we preach this every... And I don't... And I know people think that, like, you, you know, because I know a lot of people do this, that you, like, you preach this shit because you, like, are hurt by it or, like, people preach from a place of, like... And they do, and that's rampant. But it's, like, I always think of things on, like, a just... That I feel like it hinders us on some just black shit like if we have a really minor like a, a small scope of how we view things then that fucks us up on the macro like right because on an individual level we all thinking this might like this really small myopic view then everybody's doing that then we nigga it could be fifty thousand niggas right next to the it's rated but if we all are just in this box the niggas never link but if everybody's willing to just like open this bitch up even if you don't agree how you know you don't really agree if you never gave it a thought like, oh, no, no, let me really look at this through like a real. You know, how like I really like because I've thought like I don't like racism, but I've really thought about like if I was in the shoes of like a white, you know, like I, I get not fucking with niggas from like a power. Str- like I want to keep power and I'm some weird, insecure thing. Like you got to like sit in the shoes a little bit and go, oh, no, I don't fuck with that. That's terrible. Right. Or, you know, and I know that's an extreme example, or whatever. But just not, not having, so much. I wouldn't say that. It not does. for me. Not for not me, real. Not yeah. I'm not just, for us. We're a little bit biased. So, but hey. yeah, like you know, being able to really live in a space of you know what the, you know what you should live in a space of. And I know I'm taking this from somebody who said it probably better. Is you don't know shit, and you should always live in a space of I don't know shit. Because if you don't know shit, then you're continuously learning. The minute you go. I know of exactly what the fuck I'm to you have now cut off every avenue to ever learn something new in that space. Right. I know about uh I know cars. Grandpa, you know about that, you know, sixty four Chevy. That you got outside. And that's great. Like you are the great at sixty four Chevys, but nigga, I drive a twenty nineteen Rubicon Jeep. So I need you to you know, if you're going to help me put this bitch together, right. then you got to start learning some new shit. You don't know about, you know about that. And even that motherfucker, you probably don't. Just know that you don't know shit. That's relationships. Your mom and them. My mom was a great, upstanding, loving woman of the church. Your mama was the most favorite motherfucker down there at Freak Nick. And that's fine. Right. That's fine. You just, teen stacks laying her hair and all. Yeah, you just, you know, it, it's it's okay to live in the space. It's about perspective. Like, not knowing shit does not mean that you're a walking idiot. It means that you are always in the space to learn and grow. Because you can't grow if you're like, I know what I know, and I know that's it. That's what I know. Right. Okay, well, now you stuck. It's, and a, if you, and it's if a difference. You, yeah, and, like, that's shit. That's problem with society now. Like, nigga, you need to know everything by, like, 31. Well, nigga, if I'm supposed to live until fucking 80... But I learned everything by... Th- I'm going to be a bored bitch for the rest right. of... Like, I'm not doing shit for the rest of my life. What, what am I actually learning? Because life is a learning experience. And your learning only stops because you choose to... You know, you're like, really? There's a difference between not knowing shit and being ignorant. Yep. Being ignorant means you're not willing to learn shit outside of your own present level of knowledge. If you're willing to learn... To, I can be an astrophysicist and still learn some new shit. Why? Because things are constantly changing. Things are constantly evolving. And the willingness to want to learn how things are changing and evolving means that you're always going to find some sort of positivity. When you when you get in your own way and you create resistance as in, I know what the fuck and I'm not going. Okay, guess what? Now you're choosing to be ignorant because ignorance is a choice. There's a lot of dumb people, but that doesn't mean that they're ignorant. They're trying to learn. They just may struggle with it. When you're ignorant, you ain't trying to learn shit outside of whatever is going on in your mind presently at that moment. And you don't know everything. You barely know your goddamn self. And you could, I don't know, you could just, I guess, I know this is like a mindset. You have to change, you literally change your mindset. So it's weirdly like complex and simple at the same time. Because it's like, at the root, basically you just change your mind. Like, But you have to bust through a whole lot of preconceived things to get that so i get it but it's just like man like because there's just nothing you would not learn if you're like oh i don't like talking about this and you're like okay why don't you like talking about that you consistently now are getting undone like you learn why don't i like talking about that? why does that fuck with me right that fucks with me because somebody told me this and so on and so forth now you learning about yourself you might not you and you still get to come back and learn about this shit that you scared to learn while continuously unlearning and relearning why the fuck like it's a whole it's lit honestly like it you is. just you, it's lit all the time the only uncomfortable part is that fear but you control that fear what the fuck are you really afraid of when it comes to learning something new and expanding your knowledge what are you afraid of 
you're afraid of the fact that everything that you believe at this current moment is going to be deemed false or you're going to be wrong or the embarrassment of feeling stupid. Well, you know, you're not supposed to know everything. You're not supposed to be a genius. So it's okay for you to not know something. What the fuck? I don't know. Who did what? Who did you talk? I don't know. It's something. I hit a live thing. I know. I saw the live part. Somebody was talking. It looked like some white person talking. It was. They talking about coronavirus. Coronavirus? We all, you know, it's death outside still. So, whatever. Um, Even though we opening shit back up. That's a whole nother discussion. They said that shit. Even that, like, you know, you sitting there, niggas. That's a whole, this whole fucking virus shit is a whole lane of I don't know what the fuck. Because don't nobody know shit. You don't know shit. They don't know shit. And everybody's afraid to say that they don't know shit. I but they're making back. concrete decisions on things. Somebody might know. know some shit. But y'all might be scared to learn that, you know, what the, them, you sent me some shit. They're making fucking, um, com, it's not a complete derail. It goes, they're making fucking genetically altered fucking wasps, right? Mosquitoes. Or fucking mosquitoes. So... And they're going to release them on us. They're going to release Willingly. them in Florida. It's a whole thing. It's like niggas didn't watch Jurassic Park. Like I like you niggas wasn't outside. So to say that they would release that they would they can they can make genetic they can make an entire I don't give a fuck if it was an ant. They've created an actual living thing genetically. And niggas won't even flirt with the idea that they might have made a virus right. because it scares you. Like there's nothing wrong with just I don't know, and I'm okay with learning what the fuck I don't know and consistently questioning right. what the fuck I don't know. The people that gave you, um, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not agreeing with you, motherfuckers that are dumb enough to say take the mask off, you fucking jackasses. We're gonna ride on whatever. Shut the fuck up, Carl. But <laughs> why you gotta be Carl? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Larry. Yeah, but the same motherfuckers that gave you, you know. The Tuskegee experiments, they gave niggas syphilis, they gave you fucking, uh, what's that shit that they did? The, the MK Ultra, like, it's documented shit Eight. where they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that shit. Yes, the fuck they would, yes, they nigga, would. like, and I'm not even speculating, this is documented, this is, the they, niggas they said. They have done it. Did y'all pop Mr. King, the niggas like, my bad. Like, they did that, like, so why the fuck would you niggas be like? They, they wouldn't, wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that, what the fuck, that's nothing but fear, which is fine to fucking spit like motherfucking I, I heard looking like boosie in the mouth um it's uh it's fine to be scared you just can't live there you should be able to acknowledge okay this scares me because you know i realized fucking i don't know skynet could exist which is cool that's a legitimate fear honestly i'm super scared of it but if i can rationalize it okay if Skynet gonna exist, whether I'm scared of it or not, well, motherfucker, I want to be prepared. I would, I would I hate figure this shit out nigga, before if, it becomes a problem. If a fucking Arnold of fucking seventy eight kicks my door in, I want to know the nigga coming. I want to at least be like, we gonna record the show. Maybe we should record the show with shotguns and shit. Instead of just sitting here like, wow, man, that nigga just towed DC's head off. Wow, this nigga really gonna tear. Wow, this nigga gonna tear my arms off on air. Son of a bitch. So you know, whatever, niggas. I just want y'all to be great. And understand that even if you don't agree with every perspective that you come across, that fits into the puzzle pieces as well. Like sometimes the disagreement creates more knowledge. I don't agree with what's said here. I'm going to find something else to disprove it or I'm going to create some. Those things create knowledge. They create conversation. They create unity. Although, like, say, within the concept of racism, you know, I don't agree with, you know. Thurgood somewhere. I don't who the fuck knows. I thought about something and I thought it was a good point until I realized how shit niggas are bashed I shit. I was gonna say, you know, debates used to be a good thing where we would exchange information yeah. and we had disagreements and it was like, Okay, you beat my point with your point not now, but then you know, you watch shit like any con- Democratic, Republican, whatever the fuck convention, it's just like this bitch that's what it is. Yeah. Like it's bad girls club. I was about to say would fuck this bitch here, we her think, fucking policies we think, fucked you guys up. Well so did yours. Shut up, bitch. Hers were fucking more recent. Fucking reality now. reality show reunion shows are debates. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, yo, all I'm saying, y'all, is like it, it's know. okay. It's okay. It's okay. But seek knowledge, regardless of whether you agree or disagree, comfortable or uncomfortable, fearful or ready to dive into that bitch head first. Just be comfortable with the fact of trying to learn something positive and seek knowledge and embrace things that are a little bit different than yourselves, and be willing to choose to not be ignorant. 
just cho- just choose to not be ignorant. That's all. And that goes from everything that we've covered thus far. Grieving processes, relationships, politics, anything. Just choose to seek knowledge. Choose to be open to information that is outside of your own understanding. Because regardless of what you think in this whole scheme of life, none of this is amongst our comprehension. That's why we ain't figured shit out yet. Exactly. Like It's all beyond our comprehension. So be willing to try and comprehend some shit that you don't comprehend already. So what I want y'all to comprehend or potentially comprehend, we're gonna we're gonna discuss how to comp how to get it together is um you know, we talked about entanglements. Okay. So now we're here for the retangle. Retangle. Oh because retangle? We might be. I don't know. This really is all up to our good brother Will. You know, it's in the hands of Willard, whatever he decides to do with his life and give us an amazing quote and a really well edited fucking video about it. I hope because Lisa Ray, everybody from goddamn, if you're 30 ish, <laughs> if you're anywhere near in the 30 ish ballpark do I say, nigga, I give you what if you had a good upbringing from 30 ish to at least what, 25 yeah, because originally she had the same, that was what, sixth grade? Yeah, so I give, you know, Lisa Ray was on, I didn't even know her and fucking, um, I'm going to butcher her name, Garcelle, fucking. Uh, oh, Garcelle from yeah. uh, Jamie Foxx show? Yeah, I didn't want to like ruin it, but yes, her. So she, they, I think, I don't know if it's just Garcelle's podcast, or if they both on it, but either way, she was on the podcast, and the conversation came up, you know, if you had to pick a man, what's the man you want to pick? What? Lisa Ray said, nigga, shit, gut check, bitch, shit, load it up. Will Smith, nigga. That's Will Smith, nigga. And then had the fucking, just did us the service of saying, bitch. Like, I felt like she pulled the gun out. She right. was like, she was like yeah, we can get entangled in this motherfucker. Right. We can get entangled all up and through this bitch. I was like, nigga, what? Off the back of, she previously was, before that, the conversation right before that, they was talking about public fucking. And God damn it, if, if Lisa was like, no, nah, nigga, I'm really like, I was fucking it. Like, not, we was pulling up to an empty lot, bitch. I was getting, I was sitting on dick in the club. It was my husband. And I was like, nasty motherfucker. Amazing. Mm. Like, just, you know, because there's a lot of people, yep, there's a lot of people out there that you like, oh my God, I would. And you realize they probably, like, okay, I know a lot of you niggas like, might want to fuck, like, Kim Kardashian. It's not even, like, no disrespectful shit. But, like, you see, Dead or whatever you might feel away. Yeah, you watch the video and it's like, man, this is whack. But I now am reaffirmed that even now, I think I'm a good. I'm gonna think I'm a good dirt bag here. Thirty one is knocking on the door. I think I'm a nasty motherfucker. And she had such confidence. She didn't even say no wild shit. But I'm like, man, Lisa Wright would kill my shit. And I'm old. I'm like, come okay. on, man. Fucking come on, man. So I just did, I, I just said that to say like one. I did a poll. Because, you know, people are out here, you know, detanglements, retanglements. Will did tell us. He's like, look, I'm going to get you back, bitch. You know, like, we going to love. I don't want to go through this again, I don't but go I got to get man. But I'm on your ass. And. You think I'm kicking it with Jason Derulo for no reason? I didn't even put me on. Okay. I, th- I, I know there's, you know, I, I didn't know. I hope they was. Yeah, they might be on each other. You know, whatever, nigga. Y'all live in life. But either way, either way, did a poll. And you know what, y'all didn't let me down. I was wondering where people was at. I was wondering how how y'all was, how good everybody was outside. What do you say? And, you what's, know, what's the poll reveal? It was Peaches versus Diamond. I gave everybody, like, I gave you, know, we got Prime Jada. Because I'm not going to lie, man, Peaches, nigga, how the, what? Not I looked, I was looking at Shame the whole Dustin. Nigga, I was looking at Shame the whole movie, like, what the fuck you ain't on? What the fuck? This wouldn't even move That's a have... mental health issue. He was going through a depression. He was. He's going through depression because of his, his ex-woman and how he lost her, which was also a prize. Oh, my God. I can't even. I should, man, that's gonna be. You know what? That's gonna be the next one. Cause <laughs> did you niggas? And here's another thing. Just for just for good fucking. Y'all know she was fucking um on the gargoyles woman. Her voice. She was just sexy. Like you just. She was just sexy for no reason. Like her voice. Like I didn't know so that. I didn't. I, I I found that out sometime on some weird geek tirade, and I was like, fair enough. Wow, man, you just like invading. Nobody voice should be that sexy for a children's show, right? Niggas gargoyles, you yeah, nigga, you got you got fucking uh, you got Bronx up here just, and then this sexy bitch gonna go, come on Bronx bitch, come on Sally, come on man, come on Sally, like I'm just trying to. It's Saturday morning. These <laughs> trying mother- to eat my cereal. These motherfuckers, I don't even know what to do with this thing yet. And I don't even understand. Like it's firing off already because of cartoons. What is yeah, going man, on? This nigga, this, that's how you know this nigga fucking uh. Fuck, that's how you like look 
humans murdered Goliath's entire people. He heard Elisa Maza say one word. He's like, hey, man, this shit ain't that bad. You know, I'm just relax. Like, you know, say that again. Shit, nigga, I'm going to have to fuck with this bitch. You know, I'm <laughs> rip my wings around. Anyways, um, <laughs> so it was 85, 85% in favor of Diamond over Peaches. And that just, you know what? I'm okay with that, y'all. You know I'm, why? Why? Why are you okay with that? Like, what? What are the factors that you you weighed in on when you made this decision for yourself? And you're going strictly based off the characters, right? Or are you going with the actual people that play? play? I kind of bounce between. I haven't made a full decision. Why? Like for okay. the, from from just the individuals wise or whatever. I just know, like like I said, I felt whatever for Peaches Players Club. I was like, dog. I nigga, I do like, like I think, and I'm trying to figure out is it because of the time frame it caught me in? Because like, I, it's a lot of factors it's to a lot, it. Cause a lot like, of hormones I was going Because man, that time. I was like, bitch, and even still, man, I st- I was still beside. All right, you white motherfuckers, bitch. I ain't even white, but let me I'm gonna take you, this out right. Let me take this shit off right now. That was the winner for me in the movie, man. man. No, I knew I was like, I, I knew I was filthy. Oh no, I was. I've been a piece of shit for a long time before I even knew what to do with it. Because when she walked in, she was like, All right, "You white motherfuckers." I'm like, "Bitch, let's <laughs> hey, let's get a room. Now that we can freak something me down, nigga. What that boy shit? Anywho, um. Yeah, I don't know. She can't like she and even like you know the fight scenes and shit. Like I like the fucking you know like Peaches hit you with the and it was great and it was some great movie shit. But I just felt like in real life, not to say you couldn't be kung fu in real life, but Diamond just feel like more real life applicable. Bitch got the you know bitch pulled out the blicky. She was with like really rocking this bitch. I was like, man, this is I you know Diamond just got could put a diamond on my team nigga like it's just a school and shit it was just great you know both are great you know both are great loving to my heart but and also man i don't know man shit just if we gonna just sprinkle some bullshit petty shit i just i don't even want will to fuck i just want will to be like you know put her in one of his like little fancy fucking like positivity videos <laughs> i just think just do a whole fun. week's worth of videos with her yeah, man, don't just, even have to be nothing happened just 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 do nothing like hey jason I'm gonna need you to take a step back for this week. Me and Lisa, we gonna handle the videos yeah. this week. You know, yeah. just just me and her all this week, and just 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 to be a little petty positivity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I just you know fuck it. I and I, I I enjoy this actually, and I know like you can make the argument that Lisa Ray is not in the spotlight so often, but I like I just always like motherfuckers being even when I don't like what they say. I like honesty. She was dead ass. I would fuck Will Smith. Like, what y'all gonna do? Like, I'm living my life. I'm on a podcast. I am a grandmother. I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I like that. I like that she just was like, fuck it, man. And let the chips fall where the fuck they may. And if you're wrong, you know, you can apologize or whatever. In what? Not this scenario. This is what the fuck. Unless her and Jada gonna have like a fucking Friday night titty fights, which I'm gonna watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next on versus. Yeah. Wow. We gotta come back to that. We had the nasty versus we did. thing. We did. I'm gonna, we're, that's going to be a thing I'm going to keep fucking saying. But, Fish Mooney versus. I don't know, man. Fish Mooney a bad motherfucker, though. Does she have anybody to beat? I don't know. I don't know if she got nobody to fuck with Fish Mooney. That's beyond Fish Whoever Mooney Whoever Lisa Ray played in, like, that Cowgirls movie that they came out with a while ago. Maybe. But Fish is Fish. Is fish fish is a whole other. That's a whole other monster. Yeah, yo. I don't know. Fish beat death. Fish a bad motherfucker. If y'all don't watch Gotham, then fuck you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not going back and forth with y'all. I'm not even like watch the geek shit. It's good shit. It's a good. Sh- Speaking of good shit, me can I? Oh, I'm gonna get. I can get this back. Yeah, you got. I can, I can, I can go, get this back. Go, go on, jump in there. So, in promotion of black things and where geekdom and all this shit merge, found a new show this week. It's like it's only. I think it's only one episode in. Thank you to um, DVRs and fucking. Uh, Fire sticks, whatever the fuck you watch it on Lovecraft Country, and I don't know if those were books. There's a lot of things that were surrounding it, but all I saw was uh, he deserves a name, but for right now it's Angela Bassett husband in it, and <laughs> this new actor dude that I don't know, and fucking um the other Smollett, not Juicy, but Juicy sister. <laughs> Juicy, yeah, juice, juicy, juiciest Smollett, (laughs) Juliet Smollett. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, but they're all in it, and a bunch of other like just fucking esteemed black actors. You know, you be watching. It was kind of cool. I like it. It be levels to this shit for me, y'all. Just so you know, because you know, you might catch 
actors who are not like, you know, Kevin Hart famous or whatever. And you'll see them, but you'll see them. And there's nothing wrong with like BET or nothing like that. But you'll, I'll be always feeling like they're missing out on this big time HBO money because you got motherfuckers who are on like, you know, Game of Thrones. And now everybody in Game of Thrones, everybody at one point on Game of Thrones got into like was in a big blockbuster movie. Right. You know, there's just different. I feel like there's different avenues until we all create our own. Hey, Tyler. Um, thing. Um, you know, it just puts them, I think, in a different bracket. And these are all actors that we know in our community as that motherfucker be killing the game. And you sit there and wonder, like, why the fuck is not he? They're not getting those opportunities. So that was one thing for me that to see them on Stars, I think it is. Or is it HBO? HBO. It's on HBO. So, you know, big HBO checks. HBO gives you this exposure to other things. That's, you know, so that. And then it, black people shit. So it's like heavy on the, you white people been doing fucked up white shit since five fucking ever. And they didn't pull no punches. At least not in this first episode. And then it hits you with the weird real early, real fast. I mean, like, monsters in the fucking woods, biting motherfuckers' heads off and shit. I can dig it. And I always like that. Like, I'm a geek just simply because I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. I like the pew pew and the But I like the... Violence. Yep. But I like the geek shit because it gets you to, like... Tink. Just a little bit. Yes. Just a little bit. Yes. If you if you embrace it, which is in the theme of what we're talking about. Yeah, it gets you to like to me, for me, I feel like that's a untapped conduit to like the idea of like Wakanda. Like you look at Akon and he's actively putting money and building buildings and Wakanda is cool. Right. But I feel like sometimes for us, niggas always act like the weird shit makes you corny or the weird shit makes you whatever. And that cuts you off from expanding yourself like in geek rooms you these are the people you know as a geek you look in like geek forums or blurred this.com or whatever spaces on social media platforms and these are the people you can talk about the vash it'll go far beyond anime and maybe get into spirituality which to talk about like kevin smith cool geek white dude shout out to silent bob um he talks about you know when you look at comics for him he's like this is our modern day pantheon like this is these are some of our Zeus's and you get a lot of stories from this. Some kids like we've both done this. I've actively watched both of us. Shout out to Alex have taught kids actual values about honor or whatever through Green Lantern or through a story about whatever. And it's better to do that if like I used Green Lantern one time because the nigga was black and it was easier to teach this kid because that's where he's at. And some of these stories, because they've got you know, mystical shits or whatever attached to them, it puts you in the frame of mind where I can talk about, you know what? Them Dogon motherfuckers might have been on to some shit. Right. <laughs> that was some wild shit because I live in a space consistently of wild shit. So it's not just, ooh, cartoony bullshit. It's like, oh, this is actually a space where the weird shit can go down. Not to say you couldn't get to that space without it, but I know for me and for other people, it's easier to live in that space than tell a motherfucker who watches, I don't know, um, hardcore fucking uh statistical analysis every day and then goes that's that kitty bullshit i don't want to talk about it and you'd be like hey man have you ever heard about like african spirituality shut up that's nonsense so i think it just i think it's a good conduit to like open uh, open your mind right and i feel like just from you know on a on an avenue about like you know just movies and opportunities for black people if we expand our shit ourselves, like we can have our like endless possibilities, like Lord of the Rings and shit, like all of these vast worlds. You have shows and movies and inner workings and all this shit. Like all you niggas should go buy Children of Blood and Bone and make sure that shit gets the fuck. It just gives another avenue of our shit because I'm not opposed to seeing us in the 50s and telling our history, but I am, you know, don't want things like Black Panther to be because I only talk about that because that it is like in a realm by itself of like no 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 this is <clears throat> that's where we were and that's great don't forget it but I'm gonna make up some shit of what we can be that nobody ever fucking thought about right and cool but that was a white dude that created it there's a white dude that created not us that's that's part of the problem and I love Stanley to death rest in peace. One of the Stan, favorites ever. Like Stan, Stan the Man will always have a, a piece of my heart. But he created and when his helped documentary create Black come out. They gotta explain like where because I, I like yes, there could be he could be the mystical white man that was just always with the shits. But I want to know his interaction. Let him know I gotta give them like a real because it wasn't like he just was like all right, nigga man, punch the shit. Dun, dun, no. dun. He was like, oh no no, I'm gonna make it ingrained that this is some real 
boss ass shit. The richest, the smartest, his own area, isolated from this area that does not like people that look like him or come from where he comes from. And I'm still can swing more dick than any of y'all in I any category like, that you can think of. I feel like all the ones that he had a hand in really was dumb motherfuckers like him, Monica Rambeau, because she's literally like one of the most powerful beings, period. Even fucking Luke Cage is like, like if you're putting him, somehow it's like we're going to give you an offshoot of the Captain America serum, but make you ten times stronger right. and more durable. Like the only thing Cap really beats you on is like fighting ability, but it's like nigga. And maybe proximity because Cap wants to fight for America and save the world and, you know. Cap this nigga's like, look, I'm just trying to save the black neighborhoods. Fuck what y'all going through. We got enough shit. for the idea of America that never existed. Even though he turned on them, but that's all. That's a lot. All I'm saying, folks, he's, is it he's just... the embodiment of America, fighting for something that he's gonna turn on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Why you was eating the ice? Fuck that! I, I, I died for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Revolution. But yeah, I just feel like you know those things allow you to exp- even like expand your imagination. And I feel like that allows us to have, like you talked about earlier, and like you always talk about, living shades of gray allow you to view things through a more vast perspective because and you not the fifty shades of gray for you. <sighs> don't even talk about that shit. I'm sorry. I've never even understood I just had to clarify for somebody that's not too bright that's gonna be you talking about that no I'm not. I, even with that I never understood y'all that are like, oh my God, I love fifty shades of gray. Do it to me when I can go to Pornhub, fucking XNXX, Red Tube, fucking X videos, I'm a goddamn professional and it is nasty shit. Like real, like that's what I'm saying. Like y'all not nasty for real, because the motherfuckers said, "I'm nasty. I love Fifty Shades of Grey, bitch." Get out. <laughs> I don't even have get out, get out, because it'd be like, oh, you know, I love Fifty Shades of Grey. I love nasty shit. I spit in your mouth right now. Why would you do that? Get out. Get out. So, not to mention, just if I'm, if I'm gonna give a little more, a little sprinkle on, you know, my nerd niggas, peoples, don't you nasty motherfucker, man, like. Niggas love anime titties and shit, but you know, get you geeks are filthy, fucking filthy take individuals. Your, take your ass to com- like you know the world ever ever open up. Like take your ass to comic anything. Those and, are some horny know. bastards. I ain't talking about the niggas. I'm like you know you find you. Oh my gosh, she's really attractive. Is she really into what? What are you doing? I'm I'm with the shits, nigga, and I'm gonna keep the horns on. Yep. Bitch, keep the whole costume what? on, the whole makeup on, all of that. And I, what are you doing? Yeah, no, do that more. I just, you know, I just want y'all to just expand your mind. Just expand your mind. That's Come all. over to geekdom. Yeah, this just, geek realm ain't that bad. We're, like, really, we're known for being smart people. It's really vast. That's all I'm saying. Comic shit, fucking <clears throat> fantasy shit, whatever your fucking entrance into the door. Just get into it a little bit. I would, I, I'll take it as I'll be more understanding of y'all if you try it and then it don't work for you, even though I have yet to find anything with it. But... The motherfuckers be like, that's dumb. You never tried it, nigga. What? There's something in here for everybody. If you're it's willing, just big, come man. inside. Just just come inside. Pick a dough. And whatever door that you pick, you got 150,000 of them. You think Disney, you bought, find up, you think Disney bought up the world for nothing? Disney ain't buy up all of Marvel for no reason, for Disney, sure. It ain't just because of money. Disney bought up everybody's imagination for, for cents on the dollar. You think, nigga, shut the fuck up. Um, what's in, what's something else? What's some, okay, I saw this go around. Some serious, some, it's serious, some serious shit. I ain't That's how you want to finish? I mean, you know, I feel like, you know, people, it's, it's talked about. Okay. And, um, the, um, I don't know all their names, but it was out here. It was in Hollywood where the dudes were vi- like assaulted. Oh, the, okay. Um, the, it was three transgender. Yes. Uh, are they stars? Are they, are they just, I mean, are they no. just transgender or are they just. They were just. So far as I know, they were just three people that are members of the LGBTQ community. So today, I for to simplify a little bit before we just probably look at every other avenue you could look at it in. From what I saw, I watched a good portion of the video. <clears throat> now, I will say this, like, I don't know really what exactly started it because, you know, it's always one of those videos like where it's like, you know, it starts in the middle of the shit. Right. Whatever... There is no realm to shoot the niggas no bail for real. Because them niggas was doing shit. And I was like, bro, even if you were just going to fight somebody, you should have just fought them. It was like childish. Take their phone. Slam the phone. Take a nigga. Take somebody purse. 
then throw it around and on some bully type shit. Yeah, like like, like schoolyard bully. But fucking worse. But one nigga picked up a fucking like scooter and threw it at her. Like the fucking things we ride around, like a somebody's not emotionally mature, bro. That was like I was like I ended up watching it and like in the middle of the video I was like I beat these niggas the fuck up, right? Like, just off the strength, yeah. Like if like you, you know, throwing a tantrum out here in the middle of the street, that's yeah, really what not it even is. not even so like you know not to say that that's not not a bad that that's a bad thing, but not even from a sense of just oh I want to make a statement and like the, it was just like you niggas are being bitches. Like I just want to beat these niggas the entire fuck up, and I don't you know and I don't know what completely started because at the beginning you can tell there was like some back and forth like i'm not homeless and you know you touching on a nigga probably insecurity he thought he stink or whatever right and you know i know because i've seen i've seen a couple of these things in the comments of a couple of these videos like you know you don't know what happened prior to i don't know what could have happened that they deserve that level of treatment right which is nothing because it did get into bullying it did get into you niggas are, are doing this shit this is not about because if you know even if you was like oh you said some shit I'm a I'm a big believer that you can talk yourself into an ass whooping most definitely so regardless they, of what you identify with or who you are yeah so if they just said something like whatever 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 and like press bro and he boom then we would have more round more realm I think to go hey you don't know what that person said or whatever now that that would be a line that I'd completely defend all day and night but the shit I watched these niggas do I was like nah and then a nigga like tried to like sell her her phone back took the phone and was like I'll give it back to you for $80 then bust her for the $80 I don't even think it it was a whole lot of shit and I just was like you know in in short for like what I saw beat these niggas ass whenever you see them you know they get, they should get a week a week ass with them. You know you yeah. should you should have to be in the house. For they like, got a kick me sign on their back permanently. Yeah, like just because that shit was. It doesn't, and and it has nothing to do with the transgender part. We can get into that another time, um, but that's just this off the simple strength of you being so insecure that yeah. that's how you react. Even if you were fighting another man to be that insecure and act that way, just no, that's not. Because you're not going to pick on anybody and act in that manner that you don't think that you can beat. No, that's, yeah. That, it has nothing to do with the ass whooping or you being provoked to a point of which you want to go to fisticuffs. That's not what this is. Nah. You're having a tantrum yeah, at the expense I, of somebody else. I think they, you know, I could speculate a bunch of things. I think they, even if you, did they hit on them and like, you know, they was like, you know, get the fuck off me, you homeless ass nigga. Which if somebody says that to you. Maybe say a statement back or just like, man, fuck you, man. Like, I'm off you. Like, if you're right. be disrespectful, then, you know, fuck you, then I'm off you. Cool. That's it. But I think, you know, if I'm speculating, if I'm just throwing out theories like that, think that was said. Somebody go, hey, man, that's not a traditional woman. Then nigga gets, I ain't with the bullshit. Now, you got to prove a point because right. you, you know, you was out and you wanted to, you know, you wanted to holler instead of maybe maybe living your truth or maybe saying you mistook that mistook that individual for something you thought was there. either way. It, it it there's just no realm where like it required any of that because then like no. then you press them then y'all are out then y'all like surround them it was really because I started counting niggas I'm like it's three of them and I've counted over like five or six dudes that's bitch shit big time it don't matter what it don't matter what the situation it could it could be one or two men and you get an altercation with them I'm never if it's two dudes then it need to be two dudes scrapping with them everybody else is just on some whole shit if you don't have nobody to square up with then Step off to the side and let whoever's in the middle of this altercation handle this altercation how they see fit. But to surround some people simply because you think you got an easy dub, that's whole shit. I don't care mm-hmm. who it is, what it is, what they identify. I don't. I do not care. And, I do not care at all. Yeah, and it was just you know, not even weird. It was just like a if you needed like you know an example of I don't know people just be saying shit and not understanding what they're saying or having really fucked up perspectives, you would look at them and how they choose to live their lifestyle and everybody calls them everything but a child of God. Like, this bitch shit, this whole shit, you know that they get that kind of, you know, verbiage thrown on them. Right. And to watch these niggas literally giggling. And I'm like, and then they like, oh, you see them scheming. and I'm like, y'all are bitches. Y'all are right. bitch made ass. You had nothing else better to do with your life. Yeah, that, that, that is literally the epitome, epitome of you not having... Anything better to do with your life 
Like, I don't have enough. Even if I am provoked to the point of where I want to fight you, I don't have enough time in my day to spend this much energy doing that. If we going to do gonna, this or not. Yeah, we're going to fight or not. Me and you, are we going to fight or not? We're not going to fight. You don't really want to. Okay, then I got, I'm out of here. I got you. If we are going to fight, let's get this over with quick because I ain't got time to be out here embarrassing myself trying to fight you in the street. And I shouldn't be going to this point with you anyway. And that's why I'm just going to bash your head in real quick and going about my business. Like, I don't want to draw this out. But for you to sit there and take the extra amount of time to really try to embarrass somebody simply because you are hurting inside yourself, that is bitch shit. I don't care what that is. I'm all for being petty sometimes, but that's not petty. That's not petty. That wasn't wasn't petty. That was, I don't know, man. That was, like, insecurity I know is like a good concrete base where a lot of shit forms, but it almost seems, you know, like it's not enough to say like because i know that's where it stemmed from but it was just a, it was just a lot like it's whatever whatever weak adjective you want to attach to it just that's me. yeah that's what it was because i'm uh for all the theories that people try to put this was not one of those like you don't know i don't care because this is not that yeah like, your, your behavior stands alone from all the other factors that are incorporated just whether you knew that they were transgenders <laughs> or not which even let's go in the realm of people knowing that they were transgenders or are transgenders I stand with the community in that aspect. Like, don't let your insecurities mm-hmm. as a man or you have feeling like you have your manhood threatened make you go hard on somebody that's transgender. Like, I'm not for hating anybody because of their choice. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to like it. I don't have to understand it. But I'm not going to hate you because of your lifestyle choice or what you choose to identify with. If I don't agree, I just play this fucking stupid. I don't agree and call it a day mm-hmm. and go about my business. But I don't hate you as an individual for it because you can be a wonderful individual regardless of what I don't agree with but to really 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 try to hate somebody simply because you are triggered by something like it's a lot of dudes out here that disrespect transgender simply because you feel insecure as a man somebody as that was born as a male decided to take an approach and make a choice that is completely the opposite of what we think a male is supposed to be choosing to do that takes a lot of balls no pun intended you shouldn't be out here trying to disrespect them just because, say, you try to holler and you find out that ain't what you thought it was. Because there's some great surgeons out here. So I'm sure there's plenty that can fool them. I swear I think that's them. what it was. I swear I think that that is the route that bro was like, oh, shit, you looking like a motherfucking. And then she was like, nah. And he was, you know, pressed again. She was like, nah, you look like you stink. And then it kind of somebody might go, hey, man, that's not. That ain't what you think that it ain't. Is. And then it was like, what the fuck? I ain't one of these motherfucking. And that's now you feel insecure. Like yeah. but it's okay to be like, oh my bad. I'm not really even into that. You know, somebody. I mean, and I've seen like, hey, your doctor did a wonderful job. Godspeed in your choice, and you you know you're you're doing that. You're trying to do this thing, and you're doing it quite well. <laughs> not for me. I'm going to mind my business. Snagglepuss exit stage left. Exactly. Call it a day. But you don't to, to to let your ego get inflamed to the point to where you really want to embarrass and physically hurt somebody simply because you made a mistake and you don't want to accept accountability for it because it's your fucking fault. That's all the time. All the time. That's 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 ho shit. Regardless of who you are, what you identify with, what you come from, like accept accountability. You can easily have just said, "Oh my bad." Like you must have really been going on, like girl, I spit in your asshole. And you be like, "That little do you know, buddy, that may not be what you're really asking for." Okay, and oh, I made a mistake. My bad. Like take the embarrassment. Go on about your business. I I take you one. I take one better. That's assuming he didn't know. Nigga might have known. Somebody just blew up the spot. Like right. Yeah. Like you know what you was doing, and nigga just said. I'm not interested. So now what? Like now right. you the project card that you really wanted to get on this and I told you fuck off and you really out here looking a certain way in front of your peoples and now your pride is hurt. Your pride and your ego are not worth the embarrassment of other people. And nothing in this life is worth the embarrassment of like ne- never try to put yourself on a pedestal above anybody else in any fashion. I'm I'm never cool with that. I'm never with grandstanding or like I said, I'm cool with being petty for the sake of a haha joke funny type thing or to make a point that's like an actual point type situation, not just you being a dick. Yeah, the but only, that's a whole nother whole nother conversation, man. No man, the only people I'm I'm here for like belittling and 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 grandstanding on and making them feel as shitty as they it's one bigots. group. It's one or oh, two groups. <laughs> Take it back. Bigots and uh, you know, you all who are, you know, riding on Epstein's plane. Um 
I know this yeah. is a little heavy, heavy, but I saw it. We, we there was it was it's been it's been floating around, yeah. and it's this show. And I'm I'm trying my best. I know you try to live in the space of don't judge a book by its cover, or for, in this regard, don't judge a fucking series by its poster. But yo, it's just I just don't know who thought to release. I think the show is called Cuties. Yes, and the title alone is just bad for the content. But proceed. And I know that there's a realm of hypersexualizing. You know, people who are young, but it's the 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 cover art is is just very because there's too many there's tons there's there was what was that show that was on it was a it was a black woman she was doing like the majorette shit for the little girls oh yeah that was dancing like a motherfucker at no point in time was anything super hypersexual right this shit up here I'm like I don't I don't know man like there could have been anything that it was just it was just a lot of. It just gave you a lot of like, what the fuck, man? Right. Even b- back in the day when people were having TV shows about the pageants. Yeah. It's, just, and it's, it's that same kind is, of feel. And I'm not saying this is like, you know, she fast. I'm saying this as I feel like this company put this out there to put, and they're making them just, it's a little, it's a little adultish. Right. Their, their view, their, their, how they look and how. To provide context for those that haven't, what is the show about? I'm assuming it's about dancing. It's. From what I've seen, like cheerleading, dancing competitions yeah. for for young adolescent girls, and the covers art that we saw is supposed to be a TV show that's going to come on Netflix. Has these girls in their costumes and poses and positions and whatever, but they're adolescent girls, and I don't mean like adult adolescents because for those that don't know, development for adolescents stops at twenty five. So I'm not talking about a twenty four year old adolescent. Well, I wish a motherfucker would try to cut the motherfucking shit that. They, sh- anyways. Sorry, <laughs> I'm talking about child adolescent little girls, and this show is called Cuties. That's not even something that we should be. I mean, you can look at a little girl, and be like, oh, she's a cute little girl, but we shouldn't be trying to. Here, we're going to market this to you as a bunch of beautiful, nice-looking, dressed-up young child. Like, no, that's not, no, nah, that's not what we should be doing. So yeah, no. I just, I just don't like that. I feel like that is like, you know, what in the fucking Epstein type shit is going on. And it's just something to, you know, if it's like there's that there's that there's that dad who does the fucking cheerleading shit. And that should be type that should be promoted at all costs. Like that's cool. It's a good thing to do. Most definitely. Just, you know, relax, Netflix or whoever the fuck else with some weird shit. This shit is out in the air and it's just not okay. Um You know, you, you have departments that are supposed to screen these things before you release it. Man, bro. I'm a I don't know, man. People can do it remotely. Shameless, shameless plug. Dirty Laundry here. They, uh, there's a fucking music dropping. This is the first thing that's dropped. Moet, Epic Must Die, Champs in 1016, Airplane James, Aries, Simpson. It's lit. Play it. When the shit fucking drops, go get it. It's going to be promoted on our page everywhere. You like good ass music. You like amazing LA shit. Go support, niggas. That's it. It just sounds good and it's going to play for a while.